I'm Sabria. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. <laughs> How are you feeling today? Excuse me. Um, I'm feeling fine. Okay. Um, as you know, I was feeling nasty earlier. <laughs> feeling much better now. I'm so glad you're feeling better. Nasty girl. Nasty girl. I was feeling real mean. You're a mean one. Real pissy. <laughs> That's how my attitude was, pissy. Oh, yeah. I I had a feeling. But you know what? It's I'm cool. over it. I'm over it. And also, sometimes it be your hormones. Like, it's, some, it's really not you. Like It do sometimes. But it some, just be. Yeah, you just needed to talk it out. I'm I need to talk it out. out. I needed to, like, understand that it's a PMS moment right now. And I'll be back to normal within um a few days. I'll be cool. That's the ticket. Um, how was your Halloween? My Halloween was super fun, but I know everybody will be surprised to hear this, but I am so happy that Halloween is over. I feel that. Um, yeah, I am I was exhausted. Um, and if you ever worked at a haunted house, you know how exhausting Halloween can be. Um, but yeah, I'm glad it's over. I had a blast. Lots of candy. Um, what else? Um, went to my job. That was fun. Um, what else? Just, you know, anything, you know, to make my little, my little friend. Um, <laughs> that sounds so creepy. I'm saying, yeah, make sure you let them know who you're talking about when you yeah, say I'm my little about, friend. Talk about Noelle, my niece, <laughs> slash baby cousin. Yeah, her. The one that I'm always with. The only yeah. kid that I'm always with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Halloween is really fun when there are kids around, so. It is cuz they just be so she was just so happy. Like she was like jit, like she was <laughs> just so jittery cuz she was just so happy like I'm like if this child could do a backflip, she probably would. Like I'm like, I miss having fun like that. Like, she just was like, this is so fun. Kids really be having a blast. Like, I be, I'm looking at them sometimes, like, God damn, I wish I could be that happy. <laughs> right? Yo, I she really was wish I could so be that happy. She was so happy. She was like, jumping up and down, like, like you know, <laughs> like, you just shuffling, sh- shuffling your feet, like, because you so, <laughs> she was so happy and then the, if the night couldn't go any better she had french fries and chicken fingers oh, oh wow that's a kid's dream that combo like please yeah so Halloween was fun I had fun watching her have fun I was just like I can't wait to have money so people can do my Halloween stuff for me like yeah it is. that's where I'm at it's I feel like it's like Yes, celebrities be having a ball because a lot of people be they have teams. <laughs> yeah, they be having full teams. Like I had to do my makeup, I had to do her makeup, had to like this is the least makeup she's worn um in like a few years, thank God, cuz I just didn't have it in me. Did you have it in you? I did not have it in me cuz jeez. Also, it's so different doing kids makeup. Like she's better now 
Um, but it's so intricate doing kids makeup because their faces are smaller and also like they move around, but she's used to getting her makeup done, so she don't move around as much as she did. But like when there has been times when I'm doing her makeup and like she say something uncomfortable and like my first thought is like, so what? But you can't say it's me. You can't say that to a kid. No, you can't say that to anyone. <laughs> oh well, my mom <laughs> said it to me all the time. <laughs> Someone say something uncomfortable, you stop. My mom be like, beauty is pain. <laughs> like, ow. No. That's probably why I could wear shapewear for so long. And people be like, that don't hurt. I'm like, no. <laughs> I really could go so long wearing <laughs> I be sitting in a waist trainer for so long and it don't bother me. Yeah, you do be doing a lot of stuff that I think is painful. And I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. can't take nothing painful. Like if a scarf is too tight around my head, I got to take it off. Ponytails be giving me headaches. I'm like, nope. I just be taking it. There it was one time, no, I did have to take a ponytail down because it hurt. And my mom was like, you sure? I'm like, you just want me to keep it. <laughs> She's like, come on, can't take it for a few more hours. Nope. When shoes hurt, they coming off. Like I really, I really can't be like in, in a lot of pain, discomfort. Yeah. I'm trying to think, what am I good at? Like, what am I good at when things are <laughs> uncomfortable? And I feel like nothing. I feel like I can't do none of it. And that's okay. It's like even eyelashes be bothering me. I t- now I took it's funny because so I had on 30 millimeter lashes and I usually wear 25. So that's like five millimeters big. Like the lashes that I wear are already big, but 30 millimeters are even bigger. So, and I had two sets of lashes on. I had top, I had 30 at the top and 25 at the bottom. I took them lashes off so fast and I looked and Noelle still has her lashes on. She did not want to take them off. She wanted her mom to let her wear them to school. And I'm like, you're nine years old and those are 25 millimeter lashes. You cannot wear them to school. <laughs> you can't. Imagine how she will be acting at school if she were And the lashes that she, because I have like so many lashes, but th- those ones in particular, they look like cartoony because she was Vanilla P. Von Schweetz, um, the glitch from um, Wrecker Ralph. And her lashes were like very like cartoony and <clears throat> I had like exact lashes that looked exactly like that so they weren't even regular like la- they were like very cartoony but she wanted to keep them on um <laughs> yo yeah I remember that like for prom when I slept in my, my strips oh yeah I slept in my lashes too because the ones I had was um max a girl who a makeup artist that worked at mac did my makeup and these were like the first time i saw like real big lashes i forgot if anybody is into makeup they probably my friend omar probably know but there i think they might have been 305s i don't know there's some mac lashes that was like the biggest lashes you can get back then and i had those lashes and i did not want to take them off they touch my eyebrow and to this day i like lashes that touch my eyebrow if it don't touch my eyebrows, not big enough. In high school, I that was the first time I ever wore lashes. It was for prom, so I, that was the first time I, I wore lashes, and it was the first time I got my eyebrows arched. And I just was like, "Wow, I'm a woman." I've been I'm wearing eyelashes since I was seven. I love that for you, my mom. <laughs> my mom was giving me like the makeup. She would get the kits that you buy from like Rite Aid, like the makeup joints for your face, and that's what I would do. She would put like blue paint on my eyelashes and like red on my lips and on my <laughs> cheeks, and be like you're done. 
That's so cute. Um, but yeah, so really quick, because we haven't even gotten to Faithful yet. Um, My Halloween was cool. I watched TVs all day on the couch. That's beautiful. Yeah, we watched a lot of scary movies. Like my cousin, we watched Carrie for the first time. We watched I Know What You okay. Did Last Summer. We watched some uh, scary movie that was so predictable on Netflix. <laughs> and we watched Monster House. Wait, what's the movie that you watched that was so predictable? I don't know the name of it, but okay. So we started watching it because the the lady in the um you know I never know what I'm watching. The lady Ugh, the, on drama insane. the promo is like this really pretty brown woman. So it was on Netflix. I'm about to say Netflix architect <laughs> and his wife house. See if that brings up anything because that's like, <laughs> oh man, no, I can't find it. Who knew that wouldn't, wouldn't get me the result I wanted? But yeah, it was about an architect and his wife that got robbed, and it was like more to the robbery than the naked eye. And so it was just like the couple piecing together why the intruders really came into their home. But mm. it just was terrible acting across the board. So that's why I didn't really like the movie. If I find out the name of it, I would definitely share it on Twitter. Um, but yeah, so that was Halloween. Speaking of Halloween, let's get into this Fade 4, our Fade 4 celebrity costumes. Mm-hmm. Was it called Intrusion? It might have. <laughs> Let me see. Intrusion Netflix. Let's see if that's it. It said TV 14. Sabrina, that was it. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Yeah, it's called Intrusion. Um, and you see that woman, how pretty she is? Oh, yeah, she's so pretty. That's how I was like, oh, yeah, she's so gorgeous. Gotta watch this. She's married I love to somebody. A um, brown leading lady. I, I love to see it. I thought she was um, But she just wasn't, man. like, given what needed to be gay. <laughs> but oh, she like, was maybe... a slumdog millionaire. That's what it was. Oh, there we go. There we go. And you know what it was? It's just, to me, it was like her character... They didn't make her character smart. Mm. I'll just say that. She's so pretty. But, um, yeah, Fade 4. So, here's my Fade 4. Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved, loved, loved Chloe Bailey as Betty Boop. I thought that was so cute. Mm-hmm. Um, the wig, the down to the garter belt, the garter belt. It was just so adorable. Like, I just loved it. Um, that costume. And I feel like Betty Boop is just such a great um, character. I often sometimes forget. One of my friends was actually Betty Boop for Halloween. Um, but yeah, it's such a, a cute costume. That was adorable. I loved her Betty Boop. Girl, um, that was number one on my list. Oh, that was um, <laughs> I agree. I just have to tell you that. I can replace it. But honestly, she just looks so fucking good. She, she really did. did. She did. Um, also, I won. She took the blonde out. Yeah. <laughs> We, like, she said she wrote for now. She I was did. Like, Girl, please, yeah. She said the blonde is out. And then she said dot 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 for now. 
Josh. Like, if please, you know we hate it, like, please let me know? get a win. Um, <laughs> <laughs> also, the weekend, he was the godfather. I saw that. Um, he the, be eating Halloween up. He do. I lo- First of all, okay, one of my favorite things about Halloween, especially seeing, like, I know celebrity culture, but, but I love seeing what celebrity actually loves Halloween. I be, because I get surprised because yeah. I would have never thought the weekend loved halloween as much as because every year consistently he always kills it and he loves special effects makeup and i love that because i have such a soft spot for special effects makeup artists especially because with the stuff going on but like cgi like in you know a lot of um makeup um there were like there was like special effect like makeup houses and stuff and a lot of them you know went out of business and stuff because you know people are using cgi and movies and stuff so i'm very happy to see them working um do like doing practical effects and stuff um especially like it's this um this company that i follow that makes uh, like prosthetics called pro effects and they um helped with um the weekend's costume and they helped with like heidi klum and stuff so i love that that makes me so excited seeing like effects artists that i've been following for years and stuff like do a big project like with you know celebrities um around like halloween time like i love that um, but yeah, he that was good. The Godfather. He, I cannot wait to. I already can't wait to see what he' gonna be next year. Cause like, I can't believe. I'm like, wow, you really love Halloween, huh? Yes, like, I you really love it. That's why I love I would, that for him. I would have never expected that. I love. You know, this is a sidebar. Um, you know who else really loved Halloween and they kill it? Winnie oh. Harlow. Oh yeah, she does. She's, who was she again this year? She was Shatar. She was Shitara from um, He Man. Um, that was good. Um, she also was Grace Jones. Oh yes, the Grace um, she Jones. She had like three. Co- she was Grace Jones and oh no, that was she was Grace Jones and Shitara. Shitara. Um, and then she dressed up as like some a siren for a Doja Cat party. That was cute. I love that. But um, but yeah, I love that. The oh Chitara, Chitara. Sorry, that's what it was. But yeah, she looks so good. And I loved it. I'm like, I never took you for um somebody that would love Halloween. I know. So I'm just seeing more people um costumes that I didn't see. Um Karuchi was a bottle uh that that um Azul. But anyway. <laughs> um oh, sorry, okay. Anywho, my other favorite costume was Rihanna is gonna uh, also on my list I'm it was so amazing. happy to have her back because Ugh. okay I know how it feels when you cause I took a break this year from the Hollow Queen title and we <laughs> know that Rihanna was like consistently giving us like Halloween looks after after she took a break and I'm like, oh my God, like, what are we going to do? Feed us, Rihanna, please. And um, she's still so tapped into just what's hot. Like, what's, what's hot, hot, what's black, what's cool. Like, and what we, we think is funny. And like, <sighs> she, like, and the fact that he changed his profile picture to her. <laughs> As he fucking should. It's so funny. And he kept, and he posted his costume and he put, the hashtag Rihanna still the goat. Like he was <laughs> like nobody. Cause like the thing is I like Gunna and like people was making fun of him and stuff like that. Like calling him like 
that and all this stuff like that. Just being like real mean to him, like trying to like say like, I just first of all, I love niggas that just be ridiculous and just be and be themselves. Just be feeling it. Like yes, he be wearing the tightest clothes. Like I love that, and he don't stop. But now he a real nigga, (laughs) exactly. But you know what? Now that Rihanna dressed up as him, y'all can't say nothing to that man. Yeah, yeah. What can you really say? Nothing at all. If Rihanna was me for Halloween, even if she thought it was like what I wore was funny, I still would be like, I won. <laughs> all I got to say is over for you, bitches. If Rihanna dressed up as me, I would be insufferable. Exactly. I same. would be insufferable. That is my, I cannot wait to the day that somebody is me for Halloween, honestly. <laughs> and you better kill it. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, um, another fave with Young Miami is Queen of the Damn. Oh yeah, um, she that was unexpected. But that was unexpected. That was cool. That was cool. She, I'm like, this is. I feel like, I feel like I'm so used to giving, and finally I get to receive. <laughs> I was so happy. Like, if you know me, then you know that that is just everything I want. Like, first of all, I love Young Miami so much. I love Queen of the Damn. Like that was just too much for me. Like it was just. It was just too on the nose for my brand. Like she's so was, fun. She's she is so, so fun. fun. And like she was doing the pose. Like I could just tell. Like she was just excited. That she yes. looked good. I love that for her. I was also really. These are those are all really good looks. Again, Chloe and um, Rihanna were definitely on my list too. I have. I will choose different people. But I have to just underline everything you said that was so fucking cool and i really like i enjoyed watching social media this year i think people came hard this year because last year like you know we couldn't really get into halloween because the pandemic was still in a weird place but this year Mm -hmm. i felt like people came back like and not just folks celebrities like everyday people was eating it up on twitter and i love that me and my cousin were just talking about how we love that it is such a production. It's becoming like you. Yeah, I know it's always been a production for you, but like it's really becoming a production for a lot of people. And we're getting a chance to see it. It's, it's because of social media. Mm-hmm. Like people probably their PR teams are probably like, what's your costume this year? That's how big it is. Exactly. Um, but um, my fave for first, Chloe as Niobe um, from The Matrix. And yes, I love that her hair looks so good. So the Betty Boop one was like good. Of course, she did like the Shark Tales like remix, which was cool. But I could tell it was like, you know, like Photoshop, still beautiful. Um, but when she did Niobe from The Matrix, who Jada Pinkett was with the hair and the glass, she just looked she looked amazing. She looked so good. She looked so good. She ate it up. It was the poses. It was just the outfit. Like she did such a good job. Um, Sierra did um TLC. Um, I thought that was really cool. I first remember you messaged me and was like, she ain't got no friends because she's like <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, what's up with you? Like that was weird to me. But I was like, if she's anything like me, she probably wanted to be all of them. And I, I think that's the thing about TLC. It's no like it wasn't one of the group members that you didn't want to be. Like they really was crazy, sexy, cool. They so were. you want to be all those things. And I'm like, maybe she just thought it would be like ambitious to be all three. Hmm. I like it. I loved it. I thought it was fun. And I liked her doing the little like dance skit thing. Like Sierra always does. Yeah, that was fun. She always does what she has to do. Now, Sierra, yeah, she was my favorite. Tabria Majors. She's becoming a Halloween queen. Yes. Like, she really becoming... take it serious. I love it. 
like she really learns dances and then pays tribute to a black woman like she did it last year for uh be louine like she did she pretty much paid a tribute to beyonce learned her dance moves like fucked it up and then this year she did see era like she literally learned the rod um choreography goodies and she was fucking it up so she did a fantastic job beautiful as always she's so like strong athletic and then you told me didn't she say she wasn't a dancer but she be dancing i'm mm-hmm. like wow yep, she did say she's a strong dancer um finally sweetie as Catwoman, love the promo again. Oh yes, that was so cute. It was so cute, and I was like really laughing at her, like the fact that like when her and Holly Berry was doing a stairwell, like she did the little bend over, like <laughs> I'm, I really know the type of girl uh, Sweetie is, and I fucking love it. Like <laughs> it's very <laughs> familiar to me. Yes, I want to hang out with her so big. I feel like if I had a conversation with her, it would be very like satisfying. Like the I know that's right. Like. That's really something that has been said for so long, but I'm like, she bought it to the mainstream to make me realize that saying, I know that's right, ain't mainstream, you know? <laughs> so love that. Love that Holly Berry was in there. Like, Sweetie and Holly Berry, like two of my faves. Um, I was with it. <laughs> Let me tell you who's Halloween I did Halloween costume I didn't like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that was definitely uh changing gears here. <laughs> So no, it's not that I didn't really like it. It was just that, like, I don't. I think it's cheating. Um, Lotto, Lotto, uh, tried to remake Rain, the Mariah Carey Rainbow like album. I'm all for a homage, like paying homage to Mariah Carey, like because she deserves it. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like, like with Chloe and the Shark Tale thing, I do not like when people like kind of like Photoshop things. Oh, like, how yeah, is yeah, that Halloween? Yeah. If you're not dressed up as it. No, I get it, Yeah. And I just be feeling like she can't do (laughs) her execution never be right. Like, I just don't know. Like, I feel like Lotto execution never right. Like, she was dressed up. um, They threw an early 2000s party and she had a band-aid on her face like Nelly, but you know she's light and a bandana like blended in. So, it had looked like weird from certain angles i think that she's so pretty um and i just want i don't know i want to see more but then i was like looking actually this weekend i was like let me see the picture again because i wanted to show like my cousins mm-hmm. um and i went to look at her page because i'm so old i didn't realize she was like on a show at one point like i never knew that oh yeah so, yeah she was like on a show and i just wanted to see her transition and stuff like that like that's cool to see but i'm just like she's just um i don't know i just didn't feel like what what does she really bring to the rap game? <laughs> hmm. Y'all can tell me if y'all yeah, want. Light skin. Yeah, that's just I'm just at the point where I feel like it's not a good time to be like a mediocre female rapper because of like the city girls, Megan Thee Stallion, fucking Cardi B. There's all these hot ass women that are being creative and have high energy and stand out that I'm just like it's just not enough to be light skin in the game anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. And I'll leave it there. Um, <laughs> so with uh, that being said, it's time to do toast for assist. And Sabri, I'll let you take it away. So we are toast. Well, we are as a pray for assist um, for the queen of Brooklyn, um, who, you know, if you on the internet, 
if you keep up with memes and stuff like that, you know, especially um, last year, well, not last, I think it was, uh, yeah, like the beginning of last year, um, you know, you always see her um, singing uh, Doja Cat, Cyber Sex. Um, that was like, you know, her song. But unfortunately, you know, she uh, passed away. Um, and there is a GoFundMe for her. Um, I shared it on my personal page. If anybody wants to see it, it's almost at its goal. But she will be truly missed. She is survived by her family and her um, her son, um, who was the one who confirmed um, that she had passed away. Rest in peace, Queen. Yes, definitely will be missed. She was definitely the realest, funny as hell. Just, just real. Like, you know? Yeah, you just got to appreciate what she's given to us and definitely send her her family love mm-hmm. for sure. Um, All right, so we're going to get into tea time, starting off with TV dinner. First, we want to get into the insecure. We finally are about to talk about insecure and I don't know, I'm really excited about this, this season. I think it's going to be my favorite. This season is, I'm like so like, ah, because like it's starting out real slow, very unassuming. So you really don't know what's going to take, like, what is it going to go left? Is it going right? You just don't know. Also, like, um, we're watching it on the HBO Max app. So like, you know how you, if you watch it on like TV, it show you like what's on the next episode. Yeah. Um, I, did you watch, did, did, did they show that? When you watched oh, it? I didn't see the. I, you know what? I like exited out of the screen because I was kind of like rushing watching. Yeah, it I didn't see it. I didn't see uh, it either. Yeah, maybe. So that's not, what I'm maybe saying. It, it's got to be like a preview for next week somewhere. Yeah. Maybe it's separate from the episode. Yeah, let us know because we watch it on HBO Max. So I didn't see it um, when I was watching it, and like Iman didn't see it either. But like this season, I'm just like I'm like ooh. Like, what's going to happen? Like, that's how I feel because it's starting out so slow and unassuming. Like, you really don't know what is right. going to happen. You're so um, fucking right. Because, like, it's also, like, the stakes are very low. Like, it's nothing that's just, like, wow, like, in your face. It's just, like, everything is, like, very, like, it's like a simmer. So, child, I don't know what's going to happen. I think this is going to be the wait until Excel season. I really do. I think it's we going to feel a lot watching this show. But I... I don't know why I feel like they're going to make good decisions. I pray I'm right. Like, I, I, I just so want to prove that we can be entertained seeing good decisions. Like, I just want to prove <laughs> that. Like, sometimes I think people assume that it's like the mess that keeps us. And of course, like you need some mess. You need some like conflict. But like, I guess we'll get into it. But um, like on episode, the, the latest episode, episode two, you could see kind of like Molly having like, very real feelings and very real conflicts are being created where you understand everybody's side like molly's getting to the point where she's like what is it like dating me and she's like it doesn't feel good so what do i say when i go out and date like i feel that 100 like are you good enough to be dating or like Issa, like in that artist like the compromise versus like backing your artist up i feel like a lot it's a lot of conflicts that are just like okay i feel just as invested in this but they're not like making stupid decisions mm-hmm. um but yeah let's get start with the first episode which is when they went to go visit their um college stanford for homecoming it looks like um 
I, it like kind of picked up where we left off with Molly and Issa trying to be friends again, but things being kind of weird. <laughs> and you can tell, oh my God, if anybody's ever had like an argument with anybody, it's, it is always like a fake nice like period where <laughs> you like just kind of being like, hey girl, but you don't mean it. <laughs> but you know, like, I don't know what else to do. Like, this is, Yeah, because you don't. You want to tread lightly, like you don't want to go back <laughs> to where you was just at, um, and trying to move forward. So you just like, hey, like, how y'all doing? <laughs> I hate that face. Everything feels so performative. Like, mm. I just be feeling like I want to laugh the entire time. <laughs> it's so dumb. I hate it here, but it's a part of healing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kept thinking to myself, they their friendship never going to heal. They should just quit it. <laughs> because somebody tweeted they was like they never been friends like they never been, they just knew each other for a long time yo and but I, it's just so funny that what got them back was them getting <laughs> robbed like getting shit taken from them that was so funny <laughs> so so funny because they were trying to figure out why they ain't like her they're like, why do we never like her? And they're like, oh, because she's a fucking crook. But the fact that, imagine somebody robbing you and then they don't want your shoes. Oh my God. He's like, oh, no, you can keep those. That shit was hilarious. She gonna say, I wonder why she ain't taking my shoes. They said, you know why. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that was so crazy. They really was crazy. I don't know if I would have laughed at that situation because I don't play about my shoes. <laughs> oh my! I would have been sad. But that was hilarious. But that friend, I'm like, I wanted her to get her ass so bad. Me too. Because like, first of all, I didn't like her. In like, I'm like, why are they like, hanging out with her? Tiffany like, said, "Nah, she too wild for me." I'm like, period. Yeah, and like she was acting like a child to me. Like she like, oh, I got my you want like I think she's talking about stealing liquor. Yeah, I think they were just trying to be like, all right, let's have fun, be young. But I, I thought that it was crazy. Like, when they were getting robbed, my heart was racing. I was like, oh, my God, this is so scary. This is so scary. So I'm like, they really were were smart about that. Like, what what's one thing that can really make two people, like, reconnect when it feels like all hope is lost? A high-stakes-ass situation mm-hmm. where your life flashed before your eyes would make you be like, yo, that shit was petty. But the humor that they found in that together, I'm like, that is so realistic. I feel like me and you would do some dumb shit like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like it. Because, like, when... um Even after the car collisions that we've been in, we, like... But laugh about it like yes crazy. yeah like the time never forget the sandwich <laughs> incident with me eating almost got us <laughs> i was like wow <laughs> we almost got flattened bro <laughs> yeah that was wild i never forget my little my bed <laughs> <laughs> i'm like that's all you can say <laughs> that's really all i got you didn't die thank god right um but yeah that just was so funny to me also wanted to say shout out to Derek like Tiffany's husband I mean look I he has really maintained uh not annoying me all five seasons and that's really really amazing because she's annoying but out of all the characters I'm not just talking about like as a man like out of all the characters Derek is the only person who has never irritated me 
Yeah, and I feel like it's because it's over. His wife is so annoying. It's overshadows. No, he's not doing anything too. Like he's just out here being supportive and yeah, giving people anything. the best advice. Like every time Lawrence comes to him, he has solid advice for him. I don't know why he keep talking to that man. <laughs> oh yeah, when Issa <laughs> broke up with Lawrence, I said, "Thank God." Let's get to rip the bandage off. Yeah, that was it. so sad. And then, <laughs> It did hurt my feelings, like seeing both of their faces, cause they was acting their asses off. Yeah. But um, but I did yeah. Some thinking. <sighs> Episode two, though, baby, I was so excited to finally see them both in a better space. Like that's kind of what we needed. Like we needed to see Issa Rae doing looking like she was like. Soon as I saw one year later, and I saw like her room. I'm like, oh, so is Issa like doing really well for herself after this year of like leaving her job? That's the future you hope for people. Mm -hmm. I saw Molly went natural. I was like, oh, she in a better space. (laughs) Yeah, her hair looked cute, actually. It looked great. When a black woman get her hair cut like that, just know she is healing. Mm -hmm. She is healing. It's in full effect. It's true. She was mad mom was irritating me with that like i'm so happy that i don't have parents like that that is so irritating trying to push men on you and be like yeah and also read the room like not this guy herbert (laughs) come on bro (laughs) remix who do trap gospel oh i hate that why would she like even be interested in it like come on think that's how i feel (laughs) I really like moms do not pay attention. Like that was so annoying to me. Like he was just like so irritating. Like there's no way. Like that's how I just was thinking. I'm like, it's just no way. So irritating. Seriously. Yeah. But she was like, and then like trying to guilt her. And she was like, that'll push. And I'm like, stop. It was so triggering. Like that, that time stamps you. Well, then you take two years to get to know somebody. Then you got, it's like, please whatever you do don't tell no single person about how much time they don't have and encourage them to rush into relationships like because then who gonna manage that shitty ass marriage once it's in place (laughs) people will always have all these little things to say do this do that but it's like okay and when i hate it what you gonna do about it yeah right okay when i want to you know not live my life anymore where you gonna be cracking your toes at home out of it you know not even able to help so when moms and stuff like that just be talking i'm like you really don't care about my happiness yeah exactly and it's like are you gonna let me stay with you like you know if things go south like you know work with work out your marriage find the lord it's like if you forgive like so y'all just love misery huh (laughs) that's what i'm hearing but um i'm happy that molly knew better and again like we were talking about earlier she started creating a dating profile which i love like yeah let's just normalize that especially in today's world Mm -hmm. i just think it's so strange how like um her her old bio was like so strict it was like if you got kids don't even look at me yeah it was so nasty I thought that that was a guy's bio that she was reading, but it was her own. And I'm yeah. like, oh my God. It was like, must have a, child, a college degree, must have. I'm like, that don't mean. I was thinking that. I'm like, I don't even think like that. Like, honestly, at this point, if you have a degree, 
honestly, stay away from me. <laughs> no, did ass. <laughs> if you need, I feel like if you needed a degree to make it, <laughs> just stay away from me. At, Please. At, at myself, like, no, I'm, I'm not into this shit. It's just like, you really don't, that's just so stupid to believe that you need to have that. To, like, to be a good person. To be a good partner, to make money. Like, are you crazy? Like, yeah. all people out here, child, who gonna tell her? Well, I guess she learned. <laughs> she deleted it, thank God. And um, she didn't know what to say because it was like, dating me is like, I'm like, yeah, I don't like questions like that either because uh, some people don't know if they're, some people are trying to be different from who they were. Also, like, it depends on the person. Cause like to some people dating, you could be a nightmare. Some people <laughs> dating people could be chill. Like for instance, I'm somebody that when I'm dating people, like a lot of times I will say, um, that people have only gotten to know me like surface level. They've never gotten to know me like deeper than, um, what, you know, deeper than like, Oh, my favorite color is I'm vegan, like whatever. They have never seen me like be emotional, never seen me when I'm having a bad day or never seen me like, you know, whatever. So I to some people um, dating me, they're like, oh, she's chill. Or some people would be like, um, she shows no emotion. And yeah. that's bothers. And that's not that is not attractive to me. So it's just like, you know, you don't know. Oh, yeah. People are definitely going to get different versions of you. And that's worth uh, mentioning for sure. And it depends on how comfortable you make me feel. Because the reason why I don't emote and stuff like that is because I don't feel comfortable or safe. Yeah, no, I totally feel that. Um, Different people are going to have different stories about what it's like dating me. But it also it's like it does not matter what the people from the past said, because if I'm not that girl no more, then what? Exactly. So, so it's like, that's um, a silly oh, question it's a very silly question because i don't know her me talking about myself from last week <laughs> i don't know who she is and also like different people bring out different like i mean that's uh, touching on what i just said but like the different versions of you yeah and it's like i feel like sometimes like what if like you've only experienced like abusive relationships and how you showed up in those relationships may be not not good but if you change <laughs> If you change things, then again, like you said, you'll show up differently. Mm-hmm. Totally agree with you. But um, I just was happy to see them doing well. Um, Issa cried at the end when she was like having sex, which was like, I've, I feel like that has to happen because people like talk about it all the time. Like when you're not ready and I'm just like, oh my God, oh my days. But I think, so I took it as she was crying because she didn't know she was ready for the success, like success. I thought she was crying because she has been doing so good, like by herself and single. And like, honestly, what her Lawrence went through was a huge deal. Yeah. But she's been so positive about it. It probably like caught her off guard. Oh, I didn't like think about, see, because I thought she was thinking about the, um, like, the block party and, like, how she didn't basically have that guy's back and she was, because she was scared and he, and, you know, the guy ended up liking it and she, like, basically was, like, she wasn't herself. Like, she, like, dang, I'm really, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, she, like, um, I'm losing my edge, like, whatever. That would have made and, me cry. I get it. And she was, like, 
thinking about like you know it's here it's in my and they said they was giving her more funding and they're like okay this is great like it's here like you know the stuff that she's been wanting is here and so that's why I felt like she was crying like I I thought I was ready like I didn't know I didn't know how I was going to react when you know certain like you know I didn't account for these things to happen Maybe so it was, was a combination thinking. of the two. Like maybe it was just like, all right, that happened at work. And then she hasn't been, it's been one year since she's, I'm assuming it's been one year since she's been with somebody and she got her life together and all these other ways. So she figured like, let me take a stab at dating. And then as soon as she touches somebody, it immediately triggers what she used the last time she did it and who it was with. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Oh my God. Cause I know that could like, I, if when I think about it like that, it could be overwhelming. I have a really hard time getting over people. So I can completely picture it. Like I could picture me doing some shit like that. Then I think about it. I, <laughs> I get over people so easy, which is very scary. Um, I feel like though, when it's somebody that you was living with, type of time, being with for years, back and forth, and y'all finally thought. And the thing is, she had to break up with him because of the circumstances, not because of her emotions. And I, I just like adult love be a lot more thought out and like calculated. So when you have to start over again, it just can hurt a lot more. That's what I felt from them. But again, I don't know. We'll see. I guess you'll talk about it the next yeah, episode while she cried. That's very interesting because like, I feel like it might have something to do. Because like, right now, I kind of feel like that would be me. Like I, like, I want all the stuff. Like, I want more money and all this stuff like that. And like... I have an opportunity to get more money, you know, when I was making stuff like that and, and eventually like, you know, save and like, you know, do stuff like that. And there's even more opportunities to like make even more money. And I'm like kind of nervous about that. Cause I'm like, what, like, what will I do when I'm put in these situations? Cause in my mind, I'm like, I'm ready. Like I want to make more money. So I'm just like put in these situations. I'm like, Oh, I don't know what I would do. Yeah. It yeah. is hard. That's how I said. I will cry over my future too. So I get both. But the thing is, if I cry in a nigga arms and I wake up and he's gone, the way I would lose my mind. Well, if you crying about another nigga, but I don't know if she's. I mean, we'll be fine on the next episode. But I, I feel think like- based on his face, he looked like he was like, okay, like so he are she already told stop fucking with him because of Lawrence. Now you ask me for a second chance. You ask me to spend a night, and then you end up crying in my like even the. If a nigga start crying in my arms because of his ex that he left me for, she alive and well. It's not like he mourning or anything. I like you know what? like I I did my part. Like I put you to sleep and now I gotta go. Like I can't allow myself to feel like shit because you say it. Like I can't. I guess I guess because I was thinking of it in the way where about the career part. Yeah, I, but I feel like it's, I don't know, his his expression to me looked like... But also, was think about it. Every time that she's vulnerable with him, he always leave. That's true. So that he don't have true. He don't have the best track record. He also... I just feel like they're not meant to be. Sorry. Yeah, they're not meant to, they they not meant to be. That's why I said I would... To be, but that would I be my first reason. If she was crying because of Lawrence, I understand why he left. I will yeah. say that. If he, if she was crying because of her job, it is kind of shitty that he left. But I just feel like oh, my gut is like telling me that based on his face, he felt used. 
Well, he is just not like he like I said, he don't have the best track record because he always I just feel like he just not is he don't know how to deal with emotions. Yeah, that could be true. We'll see. I just kind of now want her to be with somebody else. Um, yeah, saying like she gotta stop going back to these people, especially like he just not like I just really picture he just yeah he's not it. I, I still have forgiven forgiven him for like just going off like that. Well, he said he was like you know mentally he like went off the deep end like mentally. So I feel like you kind of have to forgive that like what people do when they are like in a mental state of like whoop whoop whoop. I guess. But I'm still just don't like I don't be seeing any chemistry like maybe. yeah I don't see the chemistry either. Um, so I still do agree, and also. The other guy, like the rapper, I'm like, is this going to be something? Like, is there chemistry between these two? I don't I know. I saw no chemistry. I don't know. It could potentially be, like, chemistry between Issa and that guy, but I don't know. Also, like, it's just not necessary for it's her not. to have a romantic interest. Like, I'm just as interested in the storyline without that. Um, right. I also love that Issa and Molly, like, slept in the same bed. Because I'm like, that's literally me and my friends. Oh, yeah, that's so cute. I don't feel like I see that enough. I feel like every time I'm watching a show, like on Girlfriends, like they sleep on like the couch or they sleep in another room. And I'd be like, oh, <laughs> I definitely be have been in the bed with so many of my friends. <laughs> I don't care. Any other insecure thoughts? Um, I'm just, ex- oh, Kelly. Um, I really felt her. Um, I felt that I felt like that in high school where like people were like, oh, you the funny, like nobody take you sit like, oh, we just here because you funny, like, you know, whatever. I really felt for her when she like was upset about that. Yeah, me um, too. That nobody wanted to take her serious because like, oh, she's just the funny friend. Funny, 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 funny. Yeah, you really got to watch out for your funny friend. You really have to because your funny friends still have feelings. Exactly. But also how she made them say, like, nice stuff about her as if she passed. I love that. It was a really cute scene. And mm-hmm. then Derek was like, okay, y'all doing too much. <laughs> the fact that he was there. <laughs> That's been the moment where I'm like, yo, can, I, I really like him. He's like, y'all are doing too much. <laughs> Um, also, oh my gosh, my skin, excuse me, was crawling at that, um, that guy that Molly was like her old friends with benefits. Oh my God, I hated him. (laughs) Hated him bad. He's, I mean, I got some more benefits now. I'm like, get out of here. Like, please. You freak. Jimmy Cricket. Not a fan. Um, not a fan at all. That one lady who told Issa, she's like, you changed my life. And just was smiling at her. I like lost it. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, you changed my life. I like, also didn't like, I hate, first of all, I hate stuff like that. Like at the panel where everybody was like, yeah, like her life's great. Like, 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 she and spoke she was, that truth. I know. And I feel like pe- they just was like, oh, like whatever. I'm like, I don't, I hate that. <laughs> And when the other guy was like, I knew I made it when somebody hit me in my DMs. I'm like, people, that's all they want to hear you say. They don't want to hear you tell the truth about what it means to like take on like a business or a creative project. They just want to hear like those like Instagram bite 
the bite-sized quotes. Like, that's all they want to hear. Like, yeah, I made it when this and the other happened. It's like, that's not real. And the more you sell, like, package that as the only way, the more people going to feel like shit the moment things don't go perfect. Exactly. Also, I, like, don't ask me. Never mind. I'm not, what I'm about to say. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say, well, she was on a panel. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that's why I'm not on the panel. That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, I can't wait. I'm excited for more insecure. Hopefully the season keeps going or keeps making me feel how it's made me feel. I really like it so far. Same. Um, all right, let's get into these flights being canceled. Um <laughs> this was crazy to me. Uh and Sabrina and I were like, we have to talk about this because like all these flights are like randomly getting canceled because, well, it's not really random. <laughs> They're getting uh, canceled because of the amount of shortages uh, due, to, due to bad weather and staff shortages. Uh, so American Airlines cut like a bunch, like hundreds of flights over like Halloween weekend, leaving some people like stranded and unable to like get where they're going. I would be pissed the fuck off. Not that you. And the thing is, like, you can be pissed, but it's really nothing you can do if there's nobody there to like fly the plane. Yeah. But yeah, they canceled like more than two hundred and fifty flights. That's and that was apparently like millions of dollars they lost. Jeez. Just like yeah, canceling those flights because um they laid off all these people and now they can't hire them back in time, and it's a shortage of literal flight attendants and pilots. And also, they just need to pay people more, too. Oh, for sure. You need to pay everybody more. Now, I mean, I'm sure pilots are eating, but make sure you pay, like, th- there are a lot of people who take, who who make up the airport, you know? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who make up the airline industry, and all of that is, like, really, really important. Okay, sorry. I was waiting for that CNN um, article to load. So, America Airlines has canceled another 250 flights on Monday, yeah. continuing a days-long chain reaction of cancellations that started last week americans american says it's canc- canceled over 1000 flights on sunday or roughly one in every five of its originally scheduled flights this was on top of the 548 flights it canceled on saturday and 343 flights on Friday. Overall, about 10% of mainline flights have been canceled over the four-day period. The canceled flights have attended, have stranded tens of thousands of passengers. In a memo, uh, their COO said it's proactively canceling flights to provide scheduling, scheduling certainty for our crews and after winds and bad weather hit like major hubs. So my mom going to say... Um, yeah, so I wouldn't be flying for a while because one, the flight, the the pilots are probably going to be either um, brand new to their job or sleep deprived. So they're not going to be flying these planes right. And why she scared me? Because now I'm like, yeah, she got a point. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like she got a point. Please. Because I know that capitalism is not going to allow the, the flight industry to just keep losing all this money. They're going to start putting pressure on people and just being like, let's just see like how much fat we can cut. Like, let's just see how, like, what's the limit we can push it. And I feel like that might cause something not so safe to happen. So I'm on a, I'm on a kick where I'm just like, all right, I'm going to continue to stay off of airplanes for a few months and just watch the trends. What? I can't argue with it. 
I can't argue with that. Yeah, I'm like, scared. I'm trying to get on the plane next month, though. I'm trying to go somewhere that requires a plane for sure. Like, I'm kind of sad about it, actually. I wanted to go, like, to Miami or something this, this winter to get away from the the cold. It's like, oh my gosh, the time that I actually can afford to save for this shit, I'm scared to get on the plane because of shortages. And I'm afraid to get stranded. True. I read an article saying <laughs> people was getting violent. Well, who getting violent? The passengers was getting violent because they they uh, flights were getting canceled. That is so. Oh my gosh! Like, did you see that video? It is man, and he was like, "Sir, it's not funny." <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> he was like, "Get that nigger bitch off the plane." What? <laughs> Hold on, huh? It's this white man. He had a Burger King hat on, and he was like, "Get that nigger bitch off the plane." <laughs> And what happened to him? I think they escorted him off the plane, but he was just like a loose cannon. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I wouldn't even know what to say. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm acting that to me. I'm like, true. <laughs> <laughs> call me a nigger bitch. <laughs> I'm like, uh. <laughs> you really don't care. Uh, can't really argue. That's a wild thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> that is so wild. That's only <laughs> that is racist as hell. You gotta be a hateful. You gotta be a hateful person to say something. Like that. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> that nigger bitch off the train. That is so evil. That is sick. <laughs> oh my God, you gotta see his face. Wait, I gotta send it. <laughs> Somebody gonna be a nigger bitch. I'm like, so what y'all gonna do about this? Yeah. I'm not doing. I'm not responsible. Because this person is crazy. They want to say anything to hurt me, <laughs> like anything. And it worked. <laughs> Congratulations, well, you. I don't know why calling me a nigger bitch make me be like, what did I do to you, <laughs> <laughs> nigger bitch? That's wild. The heart, er. <laughs> That's a nasty thing to say to somebody. <laughs> I can't believe I'm Googling this. I'm really Googling <laughs> that you reach off the plane. <laughs> Verbatim. Oh <my> <sighs> I feel like after you say something like that, you got to feel sick. Like, in real vile. Sorry, I'm so good. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's sick, y'all. I know oh y'all seen the video. Yeah, if I'm I'll be waiting to watch like afterwards, but um that's really Plus it doesn't even yeah, watch it afterwards. But yeah, so um <laughs> in conclusion. <laughs> Do you really we just try to warn y'all, that's all. <laughs> we just try to spread the word. <laughs> Cause honestly, I ride a scooter <laughs> across the country. Yeah, do what you will with that information. Just, you know, I would say if you do get on a plane, travel on the weekend so that you can afford yourself a day of getting stranded and always have some extra money. So Yeah, because, oh, my gosh, I'm um, thinking about the times I got on a plane and I had no money coming back. That's what I'm thinking about. I'm like, you know how sometimes you be leaving from vacation like, oh, wow, I wild out, huh? Okay, we'll figure out what happens next when I get home. So you can't do that these days. Like, you can't travel like that. You have to travel with a little bit of cushion because you could get stranded. And then it's still COVID. Like, who wants to get stranded 
in a airport with people who don't want to wear their masks, mm-hmm. who are overcrowded in a pandemic. Like people I just want to calling be, people nigger bitches. <laughs> you can be called a nigger bitch. Anything. <laughs> I don't want to be called in the airport when it's not a pandemic. Like I just want to be in the airport for before I get on a plane, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like I hate it there for some reason. I don't like the airport. Yeah, it's it's it depends on the air like oh my gosh where did they drop me off at i said where did they drop me off at where was my layover i forgot where i had a layover but um when i was coming from utah but anyway the airport was really nice i liked it a lot i just be happy when my ass is in the, the plane seat like when my bag is up on top when i found my seat when the person who's sitting next to me is there like that the relief i when that all happens I hate going through security taking your shoes off putting I hate it another thing I hate is waiting for your your baggage and like you know like your suitcase and stuff I feel like it always takes so long for mine so what do you like about traveling I like traveling I like going somewhere else I just (laughs) wish I can like snap my finger and be there instead of having to deal with so many humans at the airport with a jetpack Period. Like, or I was thinking, like, what's it called? Uh, when you can just transport, like... Teleport. Yeah, I want to teleport. That's what I want to do. So, I know, like, somebody working on it. Alright, Elon Musk, y'all. Oh, wait, no. The, it's the Gigi story. Gigi and Zane. What the hell's going on here? I'm real confused. I'm literally so confused. I feel like <sighs> this is, I feel like I need to talk to somebody. Who? Don't uh, know. So reading this article from Yahoo Life, okay? After six years of making up and breaking up, Gigi and Zane have reportedly ended their relationship. The former couple split comes in the wake of an alleged altercation between Zane and Gigi's mom, uh, Zane, between Zane and Gigi's mom, Yolanda Hadid. According to documents reviewed by Elle, Zane played no contest to four charges of harassment against Gigi and Yolanda. Um, and it says something about um, he struck her, like his hand, like she, he like pushed her into a dresser or something like that. Like that's what they said that he did. Um, and it's just crazy. That that could have been happening. First of all, I didn't know they was on again, off again. That's I, what I was about to say, Iman. I haven't. I did not know that at all about them, cause like they got this baby together. They always taking pictures together, like some of that. And I just don't hear about their business, so I'm very shocked. Uh, yeah. To know it, they in the trenches. Yeah, they in the trenches. They're in an alleged, like you know, toxic breakup, but. It's also, um, Zane wrote like a statement. I'm trying to find it. Like he wrote a long statement on the social media, pretty much saying that he just wanted to keep this. Oh, here it is. That his family matters are thorn thrown in the world stage. He just wants to protect his child. He had an argument, um, with a family member of my partners who entered our home while my partner was away several weeks ago. This has and still should be a private matter, but it seems for now this is 
this is divisiveness. And despite my efforts to restore us to a peaceful family environment, I don't know, something about what he's saying still feels like he's trying to remain pub- private, but he's still telling it from his perspective, you know? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. this is really one of those cases where I just don't know because I'm just like, all right, what was Yolanda Hadi doing in their home? <laughs> so like, yeah. And... <laughs> She just looks like she just be minding everybody. She looks like she be in her daughter's business. But like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to, to say that. And then this woman really be right. But if what he's saying is the truth, like, yeah, why did you? He said they entered our home while my partner was away. That sound really scary. That sound like he was watching TV and she showed up behind him. And he like jumped with a bowl of popcorn like, go. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know what's going on. And she on is on the Real Housewives, so Yes. But um it also like what they said he did was something so how do you make that up? What did they say he did? They said he like hit her hand into like a cabinet or something. What? <laughs> Wait, I I need to find it verbatim, but that's what I read first. What is going on? Like, no, seriously, like, this is so wild to me because I'm just like, oh, like, these people are quiet. Like, I never hear anything yes, about them. All of them. I love the whole family. And I'm like, what? It says, Zane pled no contest to four charges against Yolanda and Gigi. According to TMZ, Zane called Yolanda a fucking Dutch slut and ordered <gasps> her to stay away from my fucking daughter, among other verbal <laughs> Gigi and Zane's Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania home on, two, on September 29th. According to the media outlet's review court documents, Zane is accused of shoving her Yolanda, shoving Yolanda into a dresser, what? causing mental anguish and physical pain. The singer addressed those claims. He told TMZ, I adamantly deny striking Yolanda. And for the sake of my daughter, I decline to give any further details. And I hope that Yolanda will reconsider her false allegations and move forward healing these family issues in a private matter. But I'm like, who says that you put somebody into a dresser? Like, what? But the Dutch slut? (laughs) (laughs) No, a fucking Dutch slut. That is, yeah, that is wild. Why would you say that? <laughs> that that's the white side of him. That's not that's, right. That's all that's I got to say. Some weird, like, who thinks like that? If he said that, he really crazy as hell. The thing is, I feel like that's something you can't oh. make up. It says, as for the charges that he harassed Gigi, according to court docs, he screamed to her, strap on some fucking balls and defend your partner against your fucking mother in my house. Um, Wait, Gigi says, said that? No, that's what Zane said to Gigi. Strap on some fucking balls and defend what? your partner against your fucking mother in my house. It says, there was a security guard on hand and according to the docs, Zane screamed, get the fuck out of my fucking house, coop copper. What? That was was the guard's name, I guess. But I'm not trying to be funny. That doesn't sound like abuse to me. All of this sounds a mess. It's ghetto. (laughs) But the thing is, strap on some fucking balls and defend your partner against your fucking mother in my house. Sounds like something I would tell somebody if they weren't defending me in my house. I'm not trying to be funny. 
Like, <laughs> and also, I guess it depends on what he, he, they say he screamed it. Like, not like he said it, he screamed it. So that's scary. Um, it it was, so, so yeah, scary. I guess it's like on one end, I'm like, I have to hear the delivery, but I'm like, I feel like the comment in itself is that, how you take that to court? Yeah. I just feel like we shouldn't have known this. And it sounds like, I'm not trying to be funny, that it, the dispute happened in his house. Yeah. So, you can't say nothing in your house? Calling yeah. somebody a fucking Dutch slut, though, is 100% out of order. Somebody's yeah. mom? <laughs> that is wild to me. <sighs> he pled no contest. Wednesday to harassment and was fine but with conditions he's on 90 day probation for each I'm sorry they gotta have some type of footage of him or something because why was he fined he did something he did something he definitely did something he did something say a Dutch slit oh wait I see some more he ordered her to stay away from my fucking daughter. He said this, although it's hard to know why. The fucking sperm that came out of my fucking... Well, what? Yeah, that's apparently what he said in one of the docs. That she's the sperm that came out of his fucking... And I see a C, a C word oh with asterisks. Oh, God. I'm not going to say that word. I don't feel like I can, but this is so messy. Oh. My it's always quiet people like, it really is you be looking at people thinking they in love this is like you really do not know what's going on people I'm be going so through some crazy you not calling my mom a slut uh, uh, and bringing up the fact that she's Dutch why yeah I say is that a slur too like calling somebody Dutch like I'm confused I mean she is Dutch but like don't call like why are you bringing that up yeah what does that have to do with anything That's yeah. He so, was wilding. My boy was wilding. Again, I'm just telling y'all that for your safety too. <laughs> just want y'all to know. No, because this nigga wants some other type time. <laughs> like, like first I was like, oh, like what's happening here? But then I started getting the direct quotes and the fact that he got fined. I'm like, wait a minute now. What else? What are we missing? What don't we know? Like, it's got to be some. I'm scared of him now. Yeah, he said he adamantly de- denied pushing her. No, and I'm, I'm like, really so, scared of him. Who, so they just said that you pushed somebody into a dresser, but you didn't do it. They just lied like that. I'm literally so scared of him now. And also, like, he was like, this is just a private matter. I'm just trying to protect my family. It's like, y'all not a family no more. From yeah. what it sounds like. You're done. You like you're not a family. He like anyway. So as I get Gigi back, it's like no, you don't seem like you're going to get her back. They been together since 2015. Sorry, somebody googled is Zion Malik. No, I keep on calling him Zion. Is Zay Malik handsome? And they put a question mark. Um. Yeah. Okay. If you got to ask that question, then to you maybe not. It's it's because he um is a what. Sorry, I'm about to send you this, the last picture he pulled. He, no, he did it. He did it. I'm about to send you the last I'm so last scared of what I'm about to see. I'm so afraid. Instagram. All right, while you're sending me that, let's talk about somebody I would honestly do my best to not talk about, which is Elon Musk. But this is like, <laughs> again, this is, I feel like for y'all information, you know, do what you want. 
Yeah, for your safety, uh, Elon Musk is now worth more than $300 billion, but that's not the news. The news is that he's willing to consider a proposal from the UN who has said that a $6 billion donation from the, the world's wealthiest people could help stop rural hunger. So... Last week, the director of the UN, he told CNN that it was time for ultra wealthy people to step up, which is true, on a one time basis in order to help 42 million people that are literally going to die if we don't reach them. He specifically mentioned Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, the two richest men in the world. And on Sunday, Elon Musk replied, um, saying that, uh, if you could describe exactly how the donation would save solve world hunger, he would, he would sell Tesla stock right now and do it. So he pretty much has encouraged them to create a plan and he would potentially date, um, donate $6 billion. Um, so the guy, the head of the UN, he responded to Elon Musk after a few hours and said, be on the next flight to you and saying that, saying that throw me out if you don't like what you hear um and he said that the six billion figure wouldn't solve world hunger but will prevent global political instability mass migration and save 42 million people on the brink of starvation and then must reply to him sunlight is a wonderful thing wait what no, he didn't say that. I was like, no, what? No, he that was a separate tweet, my bad. <laughs> but he's essentially he's working with uh He's he might be working with the UN for six billion dollars. Still, like you said, like they said, would not solve the issue, but yeah. it might help some people from dying. Like it's just like, hi, this should keep you alive for a little bit longer while we, you know, bully another billionaire into giving some money. But you know, I like the idea of for real create a plan before you give the money because just working from the nonprofit end can't tell you how much money gets donated to people and organizations with no plans and it gets waste it gets mm. wasted for sure so i feel like a plan is definitely necessary but it's like okay give more than six billion you yeah, got that, 300 cause, billion because nobody needs that much money like that is disgusting and it's just like all right yo every billionaire do the same thing every billionaire gives six billion not just for shits and giggles but to world hunger give it to the un as long as they can like like do do a plan and do milestones to show that they're meeting the requirements for the plan like mm -hmm. it's your, it's like seems like a no-brainer yeah Ow, sorry. I just did something stupid with my toe. But um, um But yeah, <laughs> I just feel like also like six billion, like I was saying earlier, that that don't begin to like scratch the surface, like because no. this world just fucks, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> um period. To say the least. You're not wrong at all. It's very hooked. Um but anyway, yeah, um, I, yeah, I'd like to avoid to talking about him as much as I can because he's definitely goofy. The, it's he crazy scare because me. he'd scare me too. It's funny because the first time I heard about Elon Musk was like a few years ago, uh, I had an interview at Vans and we had to say like, what was our celebrity parents? Like, I guess like celebrities that we would, you know, that was like a question. And this man was, this guy worked at vans mind you manager at vans 
was like, um, yeah, like Elon Musk and somebody would be his celebrity parent. I'm like, who the fuck is Elon Musk? And then when I found out who Elon Musk was and I realized that men who liked him, how they behave, I was so happy I didn't get that job because I feel like people who look up to that man is delusional. Like even with him doing this, I still don't trust him. But no, I'm like, I'm like, money. yeah, exactly. Open your purse. Let's see, you know, what you working with and we'll see. And even when he give up the money, I'm still not going to like him. But, um, like ooh, sorry, I was going to say something, but, um, I'll do it for after. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, um, cause he's definitely a colonizer for sure. Uh, excuse me. He's white, um, South African. Um, oh. so he's yeah. just said some crazy stuff about and COVID. And-, and he says some crazy things. And also, he wasn't giving his baby mom any money. Oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, you but know I don't like it. Oh, oh, he's done. Yeah, you got to be dumb because, dumb because I'm like, honestly, if I have to leave you to get it, I will. <laughs> I'll get it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. Sick. Yeah, so we just putting that out again. We're just letting y'all know. Um. <laughs> We just try to help. That's all. We just try to do our part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what that information, it doesn't, I mean, you can do whatever you want with it. You can forget it, but like <laughs> we did do our part. We share it. We um, so Buenas Noches <laughs> got to get into these. What's the name of that song again? Rat Freaks. I'm about to call it Rap Dreams. Cause it is like drink like that. Um, that song, like, you know that um, Biggie did it first, and then the human eyes did it like dreams up in it. Oh, yeah. like little rappers, yeah, it was that type of thing. I I am so shy. I'm like, oh, they really be doing? They they really said that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's so wild to me. But anyway, I watched it today. I liked the video. I think um, Carisha looked stunning. But also, I'm biased because I love Carisha very much. She's um, beautiful. She's beautiful. Um, also, like. It was funny. Like, it was very funny. It was very funny. Um, Sorry, I'm just looking at her real name being Carisha Ramika Brownlee. Love that. (laughs) Um, But I didn't like that she mentioned Tori Lane's name. That's the only thing I will say. I don't even remember. What did she even say about him? Um, I don't know, but I just feel like she said his name and Megan name a little too close together. And I'm like, aren't you friends? Oh, yeah. I think she was, like, throwing shots at him. But still. Okay. May- yeah, maybe I misheard it, but I just... And, like, Megan didn't seem like she had no problem with it, but that's the only thing. I was like, what did she say? I'm about to yeah, look I it up. She was uh, dissing him. I'm about to look it up. But, um, yeah, the song was a joke. Like, it's fun. It was a joke. I liked it. People really were like, what? Is- Y'all ever heard of fun? Yeah, right? Like, let's have fun. Like, turn our brains off. Like, like... This I said like 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 just vibe, you know? Like I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, she said, I don't see a Tory in my lane. I'm with the savages. Drive the boat, I sit on Megan's face, ride it like a stallion. So I guess that was a diss. Yeah. I don't know. But uh she mentioned old dirt, India, the baby, <laughs> Dora. Um, <laughs> Lori Harvey, <laughs> um, Funk, Flex, Moneybag, Yo, <laughs> Boy, excuse me, we did. Uh, 
She says, this one, she said, I can't even picture myself fucking on little Kodak, period. <laughs> Somebody said it. Uh, 50 Cent, Tom Brady? Diddy, yeah, I did hear that. And Diddy. Um, <laughs> Rod Wave. She mentioned Yo Gotti, which I agree with. And then she said, Diddy, let me put it in your face like them roaches and put your rich ass to sleep when there's no chest. That was really funny. Honestly, that made the song for me. I was very, like, I remember listening to the song and just feeling like endorphins. Like I felt happy afterwards. Yeah. I'm like, what are y'all talking about? Like, this is funny. Like, also she can rap. It's just, okay. It's just fun. Have a little fun. Have a little faith in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> so people are saying that like Diddy is with both Carisha and, um, Joy. Oh, I thought I'd say Santana. <laughs> I heard that too. Which is hilarious. It's fucking so funny. But yeah, um, apparently Joy too. Like they he just gonna make him for it. I don't know. <laughs> Did he? I feel is... like that's one thing about Joy. She gonna get herself. <laughs> she gonna I... silently move on to the next rich nigga. <laughs> You know how to get a bag, don't you? That's why she be in that gym every day. <laughs> she said, fuck all that noise. I'm going to get me a new rich man. And he's going to, each man is richer than the last. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She'll be dating Jeff Bezos next. <laughs> wow. And what can you say? Because she don't bring us in it. You know what I mean? She don't. Like, she it. be like, regardless, whatever happens to her feels like her business exactly. versus these other girls what happens to them they come and they trying to get us to feel bad for them and stuff like it's like no she's just be like okay and <laughs> yeah it so, is what it is i'm so fine shout out to her she need to write a book how you do that yeah seriously whatever she got to say in her book i'm worth like i feel like her, her book she's just gonna be talking about working out eat right i'm like no 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 what's the real secret come on yeah what you be doing yeah so Shout out to Joy and shout out to Carisha because I feel like <laughs> and shout out to Diddy. Everyone's happy. <laughs> Everyone's happy. I don't see the problem. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's get into the sunken place real quick. This week for the sunken place, um, <laughs> I just felt this from my heart. Like people who really believe in like politicians, like people who really be like Team Democrat and Team Republican. Like, bro, how do you? When do we become like as a as a grown up? How do you still have faith in like politicians? I believe in the Easter Bunny more. Honestly, I believe in the Easter Bunny more too. I feel like there is a better chance that there's a mythical fucking creature, <laughs> a mythical bunny, high and shit on Easter than I feel like these people, uh, Democrat or Republican anyway, have people's like best interests. I feel like the fact that you know. You can. I feel like the Democrats again are the Republicans with a smiley face sticker on top. They are, and I understand that we had to all get out and vote blue uh, to get who used to be in office out. But I'm not trying to be funny. My life has not changed that much since like he's been yeah, out. Same. Outside of like the stress of just having an asshole who knew, who knew the codes in charge, like I feel like honestly life has kind of gotten almost harder. Like yes, we're almost out of the pandemic, but the way inflation and shit has been working, I feel like this president has gone has gone ghost 
too. Mm-hmm. Like he's not really talking about like our how we gonna get out of this shit. Like not really, and and not really being honest about like the the way the world is about to change in a lot of ways. Like I'm afraid f- because of the money thing. Like I really don't see no relief coming for people. Also, um, uh- and that's why I'm. I feel like. If you're not already, you should be in your money bag right now. Like you should be doing everything about and looking out for your pockets because it's going to get hard with the inflation. Exactly. Also, um, everybody's unemployment like got cut off. They're like, oh, y'all got to get jobs right freaking now. While you know, people are back. So many people are backed up with like applying. People are so backed up and overwhelmed um, with the job and stuff, the job market that, like, for instance, I had two interviews that were supposed to be on one day, but they got pushed. They, I had to get them on different days because they're overwhelmed at the, um, they're overwhelmed and you know short staffed at the places that I apply to. Everywhere is short staffed. Everywhere is short staffed, and they're they don't have time to look. Um, some people don't have time to like look at like you know the stuff on Indeed and like um, LinkedIn, like you know people applying and things like that because they can't have a moment to sit down. They really can't have a moment's peace, and it's crazy. Like I, it's like no matter where you go, the fast food place, you go to the mall, you go to like even my job. Like every department is heading into the if retail heading into the busiest season mm-hmm. out of full staff. So it's just like really, really wild right now. Like you said, the people who are doing the hiring don't even have enough time to get to find qualified candidates and, you know, get it going with that. I don't know if you've noticed this, but like you walk into a store, I hate to tell this story. I walked into fresh grocer on Saturday to get some, pick up some fried chicken for my family's dinner. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom was just like, pick it up, just say her name, Pay for it, leave. Mm-hmm. Soon as I walk up, the lady like, we're closed. I was like, okay, I need to get my, you know, just pick up my stuff. It was no talk on the phone about what time you closed. She's like, well, nobody said nothing to me about no chicken. And, you know, we sure said, I'm like, whoa, like, how am I feeling? Like, even the customers are feeling a loss. She go get the boss. He's just as stupid. Like, I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, because they need anybody to fill these positions right now. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. got people in these roles who really don't, who should never. But beggars can't be choosers. Like, they, like, don't nobody want to work in certain in places right now because this pandemic showed that this pandemic showed that they're not even protected or paid fairly a lot of times exactly because like i always say i was protected like because my job made sure they paid us and i was able to get a severance package exactly that was so rare that was so rare how they handled it and also like i mean i can't get in it right now maybe it does good but I have my 401k too. That's my job. But you know, every job don't have that. What you eating, bro? Sorry, a peanut chip. I was like, yo, whatever it is, sound real good. But yeah, you're right. Every job don't have that. I know I definitely didn't have that in my other job. And it's just it's just rough right now. So I'm just like, all right, think about how life is versus how life was. I'm like, there's 
still not enough drastic changes happening. There's still like some crazy immigration issues happening. Mm -hmm. There's still some major human justice issues happening. Still people in this world saying this country like tapping out of um like teaching anything about black history in their schools mm-hmm. in order to protect whiteness. Like, mm-mm. if and you believe- are the Democrats, like, huh? Somebody, I said, and where are these Democrats? Like somebody said, um, today I haven't seen Camilla since January 20th. Nope. Ever since we did it, Joe, you haven't mm-hmm. seen nothing from her. And that's how these people do. I mean, I don't think many of us were shocked about that, but then I guess, I go and I look on like Twitter and I see certain people I know on like Facebook really celebrating Joe Biden. I'm like, you're not embarrassed to be like just rooting, publicly rooting for a politician. Like we need to be not these people's fans. We need to be holding them accountable. Exactly. Like, also like, yeah, like why the hell would you be a fan of a politician? Also like, what is he doing? As you like, go get him, Joe. Like, what is he doing? It's just the wars. I think people love sides in this country. And that's why we got, I'm sorry, we got the Nikki versus Cardi B. Like, things like that can win. Like, I think this might be human nature, but specifically in this country, like, we are very much a, like, this versus that. My team versus that. And it all stems from being, like, patriots. Like, it's just taught in our country to be, like, yeah. competitive about certain identities. And I'm like... I don't think that your um, Republican or Democrat or whatever status, I'm like, don't call me no Democrat or call me no Republican at this point. Like, I'm nothing. I'm nothing. I'm neither one. Same. That's how I feel. And I can feel it in my bones that it's about to change in my lifetime. I can't say when, but I feel like in my lifetime, being a Democrat or a Republican won't be enough to get you in office. You'll have to have, you'll have to do something because people just, just, people are getting tired and they're starting to realize their power. Mm -hmm. Hence why service industries and like certain frontline jobs that don't pay enough are not getting any people applying for them Mm -hmm. because people are starting to be like, oh no, we kind of hold the power. And I just want us to like turn it up yeah because some places have like are starting to pay more because they know that people are like yeah i'm not working in like or i was getting more with like unemployment like xyz stuff like that yeah like honestly a lot of companies are start like oh, a lot of my friends have gotten like weird like mysterious raises like just mysterious raises because people trying to be competitive now because they know like Oh, to be like, if you're an engineer right now, you can go wherever you want to go. It's an engineer's market. Like you can engineer for anybody, but as an engineer, what you going to do? You going to try to get the, if you're smart, the job with the best salary, the best perks, the best, you know, work from home policy mm-hmm. and pe- com- these companies know that's what they up against. So it's like, yeah, make them work for it. <laughs> make them work for it. I love make that. Them shake that thing. Oh, um. Are we still talking about jobs? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's get into common senses. It's a good one. Um, this week we're talking about when to take a break from dating. And honestly, this advice is going to apply to everything. When to take a break from social media, when to take a break from friendships, when to take a break from projects. It's all the same. What happens when you know, all right, I need to take a step back and just like, you know, stop. For me, the first sign that I need to take a break on anything is when I feel nasty. I feel nasty. <laughs> I feel rude. Yep, same. That's when I'm like, oh, yeah, I gotta go. Gotta bless. Because, like, um, 
I was getting overwhelmed because I just started working again, like with the public. And, um, that's a lot of energy. Like you'd be talking to people and plus like acting, telling people directions, all the stuff like that. So I just was like, um, I felt myself getting like nasty and annoyed, Mm -hmm. um, with certain people and certain stuff. So like, I, um, I mean, I always do this, but, like, I would just, like, go straight home after um, work. When I go to the bar with my coworkers, I would just go straight home and lay down. Because, like, yeah. my attitude, I'm like, you need to lay down, Miss Girl. Like, that's how I felt. No, seriously, because you know you don't want to take it out on nobody else. Mm-hmm. And, or I would say if I was talking to somebody and I felt like, oh, I feel nasty. Like, I would say to the person, like, hey, like, sorry, my mood is off. I'm just, like, really overwhelmed and stuff right now. So I have to let you know, like, you know, it's not you. It's, like, me what's, like, going on right now. Yeah. No, I definitely feel that. Um, I feel like I need to take a break right now. That's why this conversation came out. Mm-hmm. came up because like Sabrina and I just she was like giving me advice I'm like yeah like maybe and I was like you know what I think I need to take a break and how do I know I need to take a break because um I'm at a point where I just feel very discouraged about something I'm typically optimistic about you know mm-hmm. I'm, I'm usually like a serial optimistic person and I'll try to lead with logic some people will argue differently but like like, for example, with dating, you know, you have to take your time and like get to know people and you have to have low expectations and you have to move really slow. But when I'm frustrated with dating, I don't be wanting to introduce myself to people. I don't want to be as answering questions. So if you're not in the mood to do the basic things that come with dating, then you shouldn't be dating because now why even bring a negative vibe to somebody? Yeah. If you feel like, you know what? I, if I go to work today, anytime somebody send me an email, I'm going to hit the desk. Then maybe it might be time for like a mental health day because the expectation is that you get emailed at work or that people talk to you or that, <laughs> yeah. you know, like you do your job. Like that's the expectation and that makes sense. But if you can't do it that day, then it's fine to just say like, I need a break. Can't have a break all the time. But when you do, it's just like, it's okay to say it. Same with like dating. If I don't. I can't risk being who I wouldn't want. I can't risk treating somebody how I wouldn't want to be treated. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. how I know it's time to take a break because I don't feel optimistic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we talked about, well, what should you be doing when you on that break? Because people will take a break from like dating. I used to do this. Like I'm, all right, I'm taking a break from a person, meaning I'm not talking to them. But in my private time, I'm still consuming them. I'm rereading old text messages. I'm watching the Twitter feed. I'm watching the story. I'm posting on my story so to, to see if they watching. How's that really a break? <laughs> no, for real. How? Like you really not give you actually giving the appearance of a break so that you can get more attention. Um, right now, well, one, it's just a completely different situation. But two, during my break, I delete my app, my social media apps because I'm just like, no, it's time for me to find my way back to me. It's fine, it's time for me to like to be who I am, which is not a pessimistic person, not a nasty, pissy, negative. <laughs> 
I'm not a pissy person. When I start feeling like, yeah, to people, then that's <laughs> time to be like, yo, that's nasty. Like, why are you acting like that? All right, maybe take a break, take some deep breaths, go on Pinterest, take some deep breaths, and, you know, find your way back to, like, feeling happy. And then that's when you'll be your best self, get what you want, all that jazz. Exactly. Also, like, when you feel like you can't give somebody all, like, you're full on attention. You're like this, 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 this is going on. And like, you just like your mood is just like, even when you're receiving that, like, um, you know, like for instance, like you around your friends or you around your partner. And even though you're receiving like, uh, what is considered love, you still feel like kind of like something's not clicking. Like, I feel like you might need to take a break. And I've definitely have felt that way um that's how I felt um like last year um I didn't um date um I mean somebody found me but um I didn't I really wasn't consumed with like dating stuff I just dove into video games and I was really happy about that like I was like really happy I literally wasn't dating talking to anybody um and I'm like wow this is very interesting and even the person I was talking to at that moment excuse me, I wasn't, like, that serious about it. I just was like, oh, like, yeah, whatever. Like, do I even like this person or whatever? Unfortunately, I started liking him. But um, before that, I was very much in, I need to take a break because the previous year, it was just a mess. Um, yeah. And I wanted to regroup and I wanted to, like, get a grasp on my boundaries. And I really wanted to have a deep conversation with myself that, like, it's okay. Like, if things don't work out, you don't have to have, like, you know, this like big outburst and it's not the end of the world um so that's why from doing that I was able to handle a situation where things didn't work out and I was able to walk away silently and I was able to like not like make a scene or I was able to not feel bitterness right Mm -hmm. um because I was able to take that break and like talk to myself, be like, here's how you're going to handle because the situation, it will happen again, probably. Um, and I was really talking to myself, like, this is what you're going to do when this happens. And it's okay. Just like you got over this, you're going to get over that. And past me was right. Yeah. Always right. When just like you just like you got over that, you gonna get over this is the type of shit you need to keep in the forefront. Like when you're mm-hmm. going through stuff, because that will keep you from realizing it. You don't have to worry in order for things to work out. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to worry. You just keep applying your coping mechanism. They're gonna work every single time. Like taking a break and getting in t- getting uh returning back to what you want and taking care of yourself and being healthy it's really great and i really love the song find your way back by beyonce for that reason like i literally listen to that song and i take walks because i really need to find my way back to being the best me because it happens to the best of us where you just kind of start to feel pessimistic because who wouldn't feel pessimistic when things out of your control negative things out of your control keeps happening or when you're not getting what you want you feel like you're showing mm-hmm. up your best um it's just it's it can be like disheartening especially as you get older similar to like molly i feel like people just keep talking to me about certain things and the fact that i'm just i'm like look i'm trying i don't know what y'all want me to say um and it's like 
It's a lot because if you talk about what you should be doing during your break, you should be finding an existence outside of anyone else. Like that's mm-hmm. what you should be doing. You should be saying, who am I with no one else? And if you don't know, it's okay. But like, maybe you should like put, put some energy there, unpack that. Like, who am I when there's nobody there? When I start feeling mm-hmm. like when there's no one there, I'm nothing or I need to hurry up so I can be something. That's when I need to like unpack for myself. It's completely natural to want to be like in love and, or in a, in a partnership and, you know, feeling like somebody has your back in life that could be through friends, family, whatever. But the bottom line is like, you really can't help when you get what you really, really desire. You can't help it. Um, it's, out of your control but you 100% can't get what you want if you not if you showing up pissy like <laughs> then you're not gonna get it because would you like to be around that no mm-hmm. so it's just like you just can't control it that sucks for sure but take your break show up your best or don't show up at all that's how I feel <laughs> you know don't show up shitty uh you mentioned some of the things you do when you're taking a break you said you play video games what else yeah play video games I take myself out go on dates read um and also hang out with friends like get into it like you know that like another thing i like and i we have both done that like we have like when we go we go out now we stop looking for like oh this could be like you know the one like that was so and we we've been doing that we we've done that like for a few years now and that has made stuff so much more fun to me like going yeah. out without intentions on like, oh, this could be the. I don't give a shit about that. I be going out to get a drink, I have to get some food, to get out the house, get some exactly. fresh air. I love that, and I feel like that has also that has been like a thing that I've done to like, you know, when I take a break, mm-hmm. um, and it just feels so good. Like honestly, like so, I'm feeling so 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 so. Like that's how I feel. No, that is. I love doing it. I love going out with my friends when I'm like taking a break and honestly leaning into what I do have. Like, oh my gosh, like I may not have like, you know, at the time I didn't have like the job I wanted, but it's like, yeah, but I still got like the friends I want. <laughs> like I still have the family I want. I still have, you know, roof over my head and I can lay in here and watch like movies and stuff like that. So showing gratitude, uh, fitness is a big one for me, especially taking walks. Like That too. I forgot to say i need to like do some cardio i need to take walks i need to eat healthy like when my energy is bad like i'm thinking about going on a little bit of a cleanse for the rest of the week so that i can get my mind right um get my brain right sometimes i notice a connection between what i eat and my mood Mm -hmm. um i like sabria i'm staying home right now i don't need to be like yeah i'll go out with my friends but i'm spending the majority of my days like working out, going to the supermarket, just doing things by myself because I'm an introvert and I get energized from being alone um, so that I can then show up in social spaces the right way. So it's like balancing that out. And I'm on Pinterest. I'm playing in outfits. I'm discovering TikTok. I'm thinking about content. I'm going to coffee shops and cleaning up my room and my space there is plenty to do like you just have to keep that in mind like it may not be what you want to do like yeah you may not want to do your dishes but if don't don't say it's nothing to do because it is something um and you just have to like lean into that when and and make your life better when you can't get what you want instead of making your life worse Mm -hmm. 
Um, final question. How do you know when you're ready to get, to go from like, all right, my break's over. I'm ready to start up whatever it is again. How do you know? When I'm having fun, like when I feel fun, when I feel fun, when I feel like cute and I, um, when I've had that talk, that deep talk with myself, they're like, Hey, this is, you know, even if this crumbles, that doesn't mean you're failure, X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. Like after that conversation, I feel like I'm good to go, baby. Yeah. Yeah. It's for me when I feel optimistic. Yep. Once I feel like, you know what? Everybody's not so bad. Then that's how it's time. I know it's time. When I start feeling like everybody's a villain, like they all want to kill me. (laughs) Then that's when I know, nope, it's time to take a break. You know, I know. Yeah. When I feel like, yo, uh, what's like, what Wyclef say in that song? He said, the family niggas will rat on you. Like when I start feeling like that, then it's time for me to take a break because I really be feeling like everybody is me against the world. Um, so yeah, once I start feeling like, you know, it's a lot of good people in this world. Like I started thinking about like, remember the abolitionists? Like, look, it's always good people in the world, right? People, like I'd be thinking when I'm in my good space, I think of shit like that. I can find (laughs) so many examples of like people being good. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, cool. Like I'm in an optimistic space. I'm ready. Mm -hmm. I'm not projecting negativity. I'm projecting positivity. Yes, that part. Like, yeah, when I'm, I project like a mother chugger, oh. <laughs> yeah, bro, no, bro. When you be, <laughs> when you be in your bag, I'll be like, please, I'm pleading with you. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> it's not good for me. It's not good for anyone. Yeah, but I think we both have those moments, so I'm not shocked when it's you, and you're not shocked when it's me. It's just yeah. like, bro, I get it, but it's not, you know you're going to get past it. Yeah. So just, you know, vent to me, and then go to the gym afterwards, and you'll be good. Exactly. So, yeah, that's it. We did kind of want to end the show um, with this listener letter that really, really just warmed both of our hearts. Um, So, I'm not sure if you got it up, but if not, I do. I have it up. Okay, cool. So, there is, so I don't know if they want their name out there, so I'm just going to call this person A. So, it says listener letter. Hey, Iman and Sabria. I just want to start off by saying I absolutely love your show. You guys talk some real shit and I can relate to and y'all are hilarious. On the episode Motivation Milkshake, Iman said something that struck a chord with me. I felt like you were talking directly to me when you said, I go to the gym so my mental health can be better. When my mental health is better, I am more motivated. And when I'm motivated, I get my goals. It, so I have to keep going to the gym to keep having those things happen. One thing taken out of the cycle is just like you get fucked again. I love this so much that I typed it up, printed it out, and taped it on my wall. It's basically my new mantra. Last year, I broke up with my fiancé and my entire world flipped upside down. All I've been doing is eating my feelings with no motivation for anything. This <clears throat> this thing you said made, me, made so much sense to me and something clicked. I feel like I'm back. Something in my mental has changed. I just wanted to write you and say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Sincerely, a loyal listener. Wow. That was beautiful. Yeah, and I actually didn't read it all, so I didn't, like, I know you told me we had a letter, but I didn't get a chance to read it. I didn't know that, like, that made an impact on somebody, and I really do appreciate you letting me know that. Um, I'm happy that you found some power in anything that I say, and I'm happy that you're, like, in a good space. And you reminded me to, like, maybe listen to my own advice, because it's (laughs) so easy to just not do that sometimes. Mm -hmm. So, honestly, I kind of feel like I want to cry. Thank you. That was beautiful. 
No, I appreciate it. That motivated me too because I'm I need to go back into working out. My knee was um I've been having problems with my knee, but I still can work out though. Um, but I'm like, you know what? Let me get back to what I know. Yeah. Absolutely. And it happens to all of us. Again, find your way back. That's the theme. So, um, yeah, guys, if you ever want to write us a letter, as you can see, we do read, we do listen. Sometimes we're not able to get back right away, but we always appreciate it. You can send us a message at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com, or you can write us on Instagram at blackgirlbrunch or Twitter at blkgirlbrunch. Um, you can find me on Instagram. Again, taking a little break right now, but I'll be back. Um, so Instagram at imamate, um, Twitter at itsmate. And you can find me at it's Frankenfem on Instagram and Frankenfem underscore on Twitter. All right, guys, that's it. That's the show. Have a good one. Bye. Peace.